Welcome to a special edition of Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. On today's broadcast, Andrew will be sharing about the importance of having a biblical worldview. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Wednesday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Again today, I'm uh, teaching on a brand new series that I've entitled A Biblical Worldview. This has been years in the making. The concepts uh, are things that I've held for decades, but I've gone into detail and we bring in slides, we bring in all kinds of quotes, we're doing things. It took a long time for me to record these for my staff to illustrate all of the things. I'm not just teaching straight from Scripture. I'm certainly using Scripture, but I'm even bringing in uh, quotes from our founding fathers. I'm bringing in uh, quotes from uh, statistics about what's going on in today's world to verify that we have strayed from a biblical worldview and just talking about how important it is. Some people don't even see the importance of this. So this is really going to bless you. This is an entire series uh, that we have packaged like this. It includes this study guide specifically so that you can use this to mark and to quote things, teach other people. And then we have uh, an audio file here and a way that you can go on our website and get this. So it's going to be a real blessing to you. Watch this teaching today on a biblical worldview. So here are some statistics that will show you that we are in need of a biblical worldview. It'll show you the decline that's happening here in the United States. In 1892, the United States Supreme Court said this is a Christian nation. In 1913, President Woodrow Wilson said America was born a Christian nation. 1947, President Harry Truman said this is a Christian nation. In 2009, President Barack Obama said, we do not consider ourselves a Christian nation. That is a total departure from over 200 years worth of history in this nation. In 1990, 86% of Americans identified themselves as Christian. Now, these are people who identified themselves. I'm sure that they weren't all truly born again. But nonetheless, they considered themselves Christians. 86% in 1990. In 2007, it dropped to 78% of Americans identified themselves as Christian. In 2014, 70% of Americans identified as Christian. So this shows a decline in 17 years from 1990 to 2007. The number of Americans who identified themselves as Christians decreased by 8 but it only took seven years from 2007 to 2014 for the number of Americans identifying themselves as Christians to decrease by another 8%. Our culture is going in the wrong direction fast. And when you look at millennials, only 52% of millennials identified themselves as Christians. So you can see that our nation is moving in the wrong direction. And among the young people who are our future, it is definitely going in the wrong direction. And remember that these are only people who identified themselves as Christians. If you go back to the Barna survey and when they ask questions uh, that Barna uses to try and pair from people who call themselves a Christian to those who actually are a practicing 
CHRISTIAN WHO HAVE BIBLICAL BELIEFS, THAT NUMBER JUMPS DOWN TO ABOUT 38% OF AMERICANS RIGHT NOW WHO ARE ACTUALLY PRACTICING CHRISTIANS INSTEAD OF THE 70% THAT THIS SURVEY SHOWED. SO MAINLINE CHURCH ATTENDANCE HAS PLUMMETED FROM 50% OF THE U.S. POPULATION ATTENDING CHURCH IN 1958 TO TODAY, IT'S ONLY 14% OF THE AMERICAN POPULATION WHO ACTUALLY ATTENDS CHURCH ON A REGULAR BASIS. THAT'S AMAZING. AND IF YOU LOOK AMONG COLLEGE STUDENTS, THE STATS ARE THAT 21% OF COLLEGE STUDENTS ARE ATHEIST AND 35% OF COLLEGE PROFESSORS ARE ATHEIST. AND IF YOU COMPARE THAT WITH THE GENERAL PUBLIC, THERE'S ONLY 7% in 2014 that were atheists. That means that there is three times as many atheists among college students and five times as many professors who are atheists as in the general public. And this shows you one of the reasons that our our nation is going the wrong direction is because the educational system is indoctrinating people and coming against a biblical worldview and fighting against it. It's a terrible situation. 88% of youth leave the church by the age that they're 18. That's from the Southern Baptist Council on Family Life in 2001. 88%. You know, this is terrible. If we were in a battle, and if I was sending soldiers out, and if I knew that 88% of my soldiers were going to either defect or be killed, I guarantee you I'd have to change something. You can't sustain that. WE CANNOT SUSTAIN THIS REPUBLIC IF WE CONTINUE TO GO THE DIRECTION WE'RE GOING. THAT'S THE REASON I BELIEVE THAT THIS BIBLICAL WORLDVIEW IS JUST ABSOLUTELY CRITICAL. 63% OF THE YOUTH DO NOT BELIEVE THAT JESUS IS THE SON OF GOD. THAT'S FROM JOSH MCDOWELL IN THE LAST CHRISTIAN GENERATION THAT WAS WRITTEN IN 2006. AND SO LOOK AT SOCIALISM. YOU KNOW, THIS COUNTRY WAS FOUNDED, THE FOUNDATION OF THIS, IT WAS TO REBEL AGAINST THE KING SYSTEM, AGAINST ALL OF THIS CONTROL, WHICH SOCIALISM IS WHERE YOU TAKE, THE GOVERNMENT TAKES EVERYTHING AND YOU DISPENSE IT AMONG PEOPLE. AS I'VE MENTIONED EARLIER, IT'S A FAILED SYSTEM. AND YET TODAY, 52% OF U.S. MILLENNIALS BELIEVE THAT SOCIALISM, COMMUNISM, AND FASCISM IS GOOD. NOW THAT'S A FAILURE ON A NUMBER OF PARTS. FIRST OF ALL, THEY DO NOT UNDERSTAND THAT OUR SYSTEM OF GOVERNMENT WAS BASED ON THE BIBLE. IT REALLY WAS PATTERNED AFTER THE NATION OF ISRAEL, AND THERE ARE BIBLICAL REASONS FOR THE WAY THAT WE CONDUCT THINGS, BUT IT'S ALSO A FAILURE OF HISTORY, AND OUR uh, EDUCATIONAL SYSTEM TODAY IS REWRITING HISTORY. YOU CAN SEE THIS, THAT IN OUR CULTURE, THEY'RE NOW TAKING DOWN NEARLY 200 MONUMENTS THAT HAVE BEEN TAKEN DOWN IN THE LAST YEAR OR TWO FROM THE CIVIL WAR. AND YOU KNOW WHAT? THESE MONUMENTS, WHETHER YOU AGREE WITH SOME THINGS THAT HAPPENED OR NOT, IT'S HISTORY. AND THEY ARE JUST TRYING TO REWRITE HISTORY. THEY'RE TRYING TO SCRUB HISTORY TO MAKE IT SO THAT IT DOESN'T EVEN INCLUDE THE THINGS THAT THEY CONSIDER TO BE OFFENSIVE TO THEM TODAY. SO THIS IS NOT ONLY A FAILURE OF uh, THE CHURCH NOT TEACHING A BIBLICAL MORALITY, BUT IT'S ALSO OUR SOCIETY HAS JUST GOTTEN AWAY FROM THE TRUE HISTORY OF THIS NATION. THE SCRIPTURE SAYS IN 1 PETER CHAPTER 3, VERSE 15, IT SAYS, BUT SANCTIFY THE LORD GOD IN YOUR HEARTS AND BE READY ALWAYS TO GIVE AN ANSWER TO EVERY MAN THAT ASKETH YOU A REASON OF THE HOPE THAT IS IN YOU WITH MEEKNESS AND FEAR. THIS IS A COMMAND. IT'S NOT A SUGGESTION. IT'S A COMMAND TO BE READY TO GIVE AN ANSWER. AND THAT WORD ANSWER THERE COMES FROM THE GREEK WORD APOLOGIA. 
AND IT'S TRANSLATED ANSWER HERE, BUT IT'S WHERE WE GET THE WORD APOLOGETICS FROM. WHEN YOU'RE TALKING ABOUT CHRISTIAN APOLOGETICS, YOU AREN'T TALKING ABOUT APOLOGIZING FOR SOMETHING, BUT RATHER BEING ABLE TO GIVE A DEFENSE OR AN ANSWER FOR uh, WHAT THE BIBLE HAS TO SAY. AND THIS IS EXACTLY WHAT THIS SCRIPTURE SAYS. AND THE APOSTLE PAUL DID THIS SAME THING. LOOK AT THIS IN 2 CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 10, VERSES 3 THROUGH 5. IT SAYS, THOUGH WE WALK IN THE FLESH, WE DO NOT WAR AFTER FLESH, FOR THE WEAPONS OF OUR WARFARE ARE NOT CARNAL, BUT MIGHTY THROUGH GOD TO THE PULLING DOWN OF STRONGHOLDS, CASTING DOWN IMAGINATIONS, AND EVERY HIGH THING THAT EXALTS ITSELF AGAINST THE KNOWLEDGE OF GOD AND BRINGING INTO CAPTIVITY EVERY THOUGHT TO THE OBEDIENCE OF CHRIST. SO GOD HAS GIVEN US THESE SPIRITUAL WEAPONS SO THAT WE CAN COUNTER THESE UNGODLY CONCEPTS. THE BODY OF CHRIST HAS GOT TO GET OUTSIDE OF THE FOUR WALLS OF OUR CHURCH BUILDINGS, AND WE'VE GOT TO GET INTO EDUCATION AND INTO SOCIETY, AND WE'VE GOT TO START GIVING AN ANSWER. THIS IS WHAT PAUL DID IN ACTS CHAPTER 17, VERSE 2. IT SAYS, AND PAUL, AS HIS MANNER WAS, WENT IN UNTO THEM, AND THREE SABBATH DAYS REASONED WITH THEM OUT OF THE SCRIPTURES, OPENING AND ALLEGING THAT CHRIST MUST NEEDS HAVE SUFFERED AND HAVE RISEN AGAIN FROM THE DEAD, AND THAT THIS JESUS, WHOM I PREACH UNTO YOU, IS CHRIST. AND SOME OF THEM BELIEVED AND CONSORTED WITH PAUL AND SILAS, AND SOME OF THE DEVOUT GREEKS, A GREAT MULTITUDE, AND OF THE CHIEF WOMEN, NOT A FEW. AND SO THIS IS EXACTLY WHAT PAUL WAS DOING RIGHT HERE. HE WAS GIVING A DEFENSE OF THE GOSPEL, GIVING A REASON FOR THE uh, HOPE THAT WAS IN HIM. IN PHILIPPIANS CHAPTER 1, VERSE 7, THE APOSTLE PAUL SAID, EVEN AS IT IS MEET FOR ME TO THINK THIS OF YOU ALL, BECAUSE I HAVE YOU IN MY HEART, INASMUCH AS BOTH IN MY BONDS AND IN THE DEFENSE AND CONFIRMATION OF THE GOSPEL, YE ALL ARE PARTAKERS OF MY GRACE. AND SO WHEN HE'S TALKING HERE ABOUT THE DEFENSE OF THE GOSPEL, HE'S TALKING ABOUT HE WAS GIVING APOLOGETICS. HE WAS SPEAKING FORTH WHAT THE BIBLE HAS TO SAY, AND HE WAS COUNTERING THE CULTURE THAT HE WAS LIVING IN IN THAT DAY. AND YOU KNOW, LET ME POINT OUT TOO, THIS IS IMPORTANT THAT YOU UNDERSTAND THIS, THAT SATAN ISN'T ONLY USING THE OVERT THINGS WHERE PEOPLE ARE JUST COMING OUT AND OVERTLY SAYING THAT THE BIBLE IS WRONG, AND THAT CHRISTIANITY IS WRONG. NOW, THAT DOES EXIST, AND THAT IS BECOMING MORE AND MORE PREVALENT. THE, the UNGODLY ARE BECOMING MORE AND MORE uh, BOLD IN THEIR ATTACKS ON CHRISTIANITY. AND SO THAT DOES EXIST. BUT LOOK AT THIS. 2 CORINTHIANS chapter 11, VERSE 13 SAYS, FOR SUCH ARE FALSE APOSTLES, DECEITFUL WORKERS, TRANSFORMING THEMSELVES INTO THE APOSTLE OF CHRIST, AND NO MARVEL, FOR SATAN HIMSELF IS TRANSFORMED INTO AN ANGEL OF LIGHT. SO THIS IS VERY IMPORTANT THAT YOU UNDERSTAND. IT'S NOT JUST THE OVERT ATTACKS AGAINST CHRISTIANITY THAT WE'RE DEALING WITH. REMEMBER THE SCRIPTURE IN COLOSSIANS CHAPTER 2, VERSE 8, WHERE IT SAYS, BEWARE, LEST ANY MAN SPOIL YOU THROUGH PHILOSOPHY AND VAIN DECEIT. IT'S NOT JUST THE PEOPLE THAT ARE OVERTLY uh, OPENLY, BOLDLY ATTACKING CHRISTIANITY, BUT I THINK THE MOST DEADLY THING ARE THE PEOPLE THAT TRANSFORM THEMSELVES INTO AN ANGEL OF LIGHT. AND NOT ONLY SATAN DOES THAT, BUT HIS DISCIPLES, HIS DEMONS ARE INSPIRING PEOPLE TO BE APOSTLES THAT TRANSFORM THEMSELVES INTO THE ANGELS OF LIGHT. AND SO IT CAN COME IN MANY, MANY DIFFERENT FORMS. FOR INSTANCE, WHEN PEOPLE ARE NOT PREACHING THE TRUTH ABOUT SALVATION. 
AND THEY ARE WEARING ROBES AND THEY GOT THEIR COLLAR TURNED AROUND BACKWARDS AND THEY ARE ESPOUSING MORAL VIRTUES AND YET THEY ARE SAYING THAT YOU CAN BE A GOOD PERSON AND GO TO HEAVEN? DID YOU KNOW THAT THAT IS A PERSON THAT HAS TRANSFORMED themselves INTO AN APOSTLE OF LIGHT, BUT IT'S STILL DEMONIC. AND I'VE ALREADY MENTIONED THIS EARLIER, BUT EVEN THE POPE HAS SAID THAT AN ATHEIST, IF THEY'RE A MORAL PERSON, COULD GO TO HEAVEN. AND THAT IS JUST A DEMONIC DECEPTION. IT'S WRONG. IT'S UNBIBLICAL. EVERY ONE OF US HAS SINNED AND COME SHORT OF THE GLORY OF GOD, AND NOBODY IS GOING TO ENTER INTO HEAVEN BASED ON THEIR GOOD WORKS. THEY NEED A SAVIOR. THEY NEED TO PUT FAITH IN A SAVIOR. SO WE'VE GOT A LOT OF RELIGIOUS PEOPLE. THERE ARE A LOT OF RELIGIOUS PEOPLE TODAY THAT ARE MISINTERPRETING THINGS CONCERNING LOVING YOUR NEIGHBOR AND BEING TOLERANT AND TURNING THE OTHER CHEEK, AND THEY HAVE USED IT TO ACTUALLY PROMOTE AND ADVANCE IMMORALITY, SUCH AS HOMOSEXUALITY AND ALL KINDS OF uh, IMMORAL THINGS, JUST TO LOVE THESE PEOPLE AND TO TURN THE OTHER CHEEK AND NOT SAY ANYTHING, AND THAT'S WRONG. IN ROMANS CHAPTER 10, VERSE 3, IT SAYS, FOR THEY BEING IGNORANT OF GOD'S RIGHTEOUSNESS AND GOING ABOUT TO ESTABLISH THEIR OWN RIGHTEOUSNESS HAVE NOT SUBMITTED THEMSELVES UNTO THE RIGHTEOUSNESS OF GOD. AND SO THIS GOES BACK TO THOSE WHO ARE PROCLAIMING THAT YOU CAN SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER HAVE A RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD BASED ON YOUR OWN RIGHTEOUSNESS. PAUL SAID THAT THAT IS UNGODLY. AND THAT'S PART OF THE PHILOSOPHY, THE ATTITUDE THAT you, WE NEED TO STAND AGAINST BECAUSE IT'S LEADING PEOPLE TO HELL. GOOD PEOPLE DO NOT GO TO HEAVEN. SAVED PEOPLE GO TO HEAVEN. PEOPLE THAT HAVE BEEN FORGIVEN, PEOPLE THAT HAVE RECEIVED THE SALVATION ONLY OFFERED THROUGH JESUS ARE THE ONES THAT GO TO HEAVEN. GOOD PEOPLE, IF THEY ARE TRUSTING IN THEIR GOODNESS, WILL GO STRAIGHT TO HELL. YOU KNOW, TODAY WE HAVE THESE BUMPER STICKERS ABOUT COEXIST, AND IT HAS ALL OF THE DIFFERENT EMBLEMS OF THESE DIFFERENT RELIGIONS ON THERE. AND PEOPLE SAY, COEXIST. AND THE POINT THAT THEY'RE TRYING TO GET ACROSS IS JUST DROP YOUR BELIEFS AND LET'S ALL GET ALONG WITH EACH OTHER. LET'S ALL SIT AROUND SINGING KUMBAYA AND JUST GET ALONG WITH EVERYBODY. CAN'T WE JUST GET ALONG? YOU CANNOT GET ALONG WITH PEOPLE, FOR INSTANCE, THAT BELIEVE THAT BY KILLING INFIDELS THAT THEY SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER GET ACCESS TO HEAVEN. AND THAT CHOPPING OFF CHRISTIANS' HEADS AND THINGS LIKE THAT, YOU CANNOT COEXIST WITH THAT. NOW, YOU CAN LOVE THEM, YOU CAN PREACH THE GOSPEL TO THEM, YOU CAN HAVE COMPASSION ON THEM, BUT NO, YOU CANNOT COEXIST WITH THAT. WHEN A PERSON SAYS, LET'S COEXIST, WHAT THEY'RE SAYING IS, I DON'T BELIEVE ANYTHING, I DON'T HAVE ANY FAITH, I'M JUST INTO WHATEVER HAPPENS. THERE IS NO MORALITY. EVERYTHING'S RELATIVE TO ME, SO NOTHING IS IMPORTANT TO ME. WHY DON'T YOU JUST MAKE EVERYTHING UNIMPORTANT TO YOU AND LET'S ALL JUST GO OUR OWN WAYS. IF YOU BELIEVE THAT ALL MEN ARE TRULY LOST, THAT ALL HAVE SINNED AND COME SHORT OF THE GLORY OF GOD AND THAT THEY ALL MUST BE BORN AGAIN, THEN YOU CANNOT SIT THERE AND JUST IDLY GO BY AND PAT THE PERSON ON THE BACK AND SAY, IT'S FINE, WHATEVER YOU BELIEVE. I ACTUALLY HAD A PERSON ONE TIME, THE GUY WHO BUILT OUR FIRST TELEVISION SET, AND AS HE WAS BUILDING THE SET, I WAS TALKING TO HIM, AND I GOT TO TALKING TO HIM ABOUT THE LORD, AND HE SAYS, YOU KNOW, I APPRECIATE WHAT YOU'RE SAYING, BUT, YOU KNOW, I DON'T BELIEVE THAT. I BELIEVE THAT THERE'S MANY PASTS TO GOD. I BELIEVE THAT ALL OF THE DIFFERENT RELIGIONS, THEY ULTIMATELY LEAD TO GOD. YOU MIGHT CALL ONE GOD ALLAH. YOU MIGHT CALL THE OTHER ONE GOD THE FATHER, AND OTHERS Hare KRISHNA, Hare LAM, BUDDHA, WHATEVER. BUT THEY'RE ALL THE SAME THING, AND THEY ALL LEAD TO THE SAME PLACE. 
AND I SAID, THAT IS NOT TRUE. THAT'S NOT WHAT JESUS TAUGHT. AND HE SAID, WELL, I BELIEVE THAT JESUS WAS A GREAT MAN. I BELIEVE THAT HE WAS PROBABLY ONE OF THE GREATEST EXAMPLES THAT EVER LIVED, BUT HE'S JUST ONE WAY TO THE FATHER. AND I SAID, THAT CANNOT BE TRUE. AND I QUOTED TO HIM, JOHN 14, 6, WHERE JESUS SAID, I AM THE WAY, THE TRUTH, AND THE LIFE. NO MAN COMES UNTO THE FATHER BUT BY ME. I SAID, EITHER JESUS WAS TOTALLY WRONG OR HE WAS TOTALLY RIGHT. YOU CANNOT SAY THAT HE'S THIS GREAT EXAMPLE AND YET REJECT WHEN HE SAYS, I'M THE ONLY WAY UNTO THE FATHER. IT'S ONE OR THE OTHER. AND IF WE TRULY BELIEVE THAT JESUS IS THE ONLY WAY UNTO THE FATHER, THEN YOU CANNOT JUST SIT THERE AND WATCH YOUR BROTHERS AND SISTERS uh, GO TO HELL BECAUSE YOU ARE TRYING TO BE TOLERANT TOWARDS THEM AND THINGS LIKE THIS. THE APOSTLE PAUL, MAN, HE WENT OUT AND HE PREACHED THE GOSPEL AND IT CAUSED HIM TO BE PUT IN JAIL. IT CAUSED HIM TO BE BEATEN. PEOPLE DID NOT LIKE WHAT HE SAID, BUT HE KEPT SAYING IT. IF YOU TRULY LOVE A PERSON, THEN YOU ARE GOING TO BE ABLE TO CONFRONT THEM. YOU KNOW, LET ME GIVE YOU AN EXAMPLE THAT THERE WAS A TIME THAT I WAS DRIVING HOME UP A STEEP MOUNTAIN ROAD AND IT HAD ALL of THESE TWISTS AND TURNS IN IT. THE SPEED LIMIT ON IT WAS uh, 50 MILES AN HOUR. IT WAS NIGHT. IT WAS FOGGY. IT WAS RAINY. AND YOU COULD JUST BARELY SEE A SHORT DISTANCE IN FRONT OF YOU. AND I WAS GOING ABOUT 50 MILES AN HOUR, AND A MAN CAME AROUND THE CORNER. HE MUST HAVE BEEN DOING AT LEAST 60 MILES AN HOUR. AND HE JUST PASSED ME. AND AS SOON AS HE GOT PAST ME, I SAW HIS BRAKE LIGHTS COME ON, AND HIS CAR JUST JERKED TO THE RIGHT. SO I SLAMMED ON MY BRAKES, AND I STOPPED ON THE SHOULDER OF THE ROAD. HE WAS IN THE RIGHT LANE, AND IN THE LEFT LANE OF THE ROAD WAS A HORSE. AND HE HAD HIT THIS HORSE IN THE BACK END, AND HE HAD BROKEN BOTH OF THE BACK LEGS OF THIS HORSE. IT HAD CAVED IN HIS WINDSHIELD, AND THE MAN WAS LAYING THERE, AND HE WAS BLEEDING FROM THIS. AND SO THE HORSE WAS BLOCKING THE LEFT LANE. HIS CAR WAS BLOCKING THE RIGHT LANE, AND THEN I WAS ON THE SHOULDER. AND I, AS I WAS STANDING THERE TRYING TO HELP THIS MAN, A SUBURBAN CAME AROUND THE CORNER AND HIT THAT HORSE, AND IT JUST LAUNCHED THIS SUBURBAN IN THE AIR. THIS SUBURBAN MUST HAVE GONE AT LEAST FIVE FEET, MAYBE HIGHER, TEN FEET OR SO IN THE AIR, AND IT WENT A LONG WAYS, AND THEN IT HIT THE GROUND, AND THIS LADY WAS ABLE TO KEEP THE CAR ON THE ROAD AND STOP. NOW I WENT RUNNING UP TO SEE WHAT HAD HAPPENED TO HER, AND HER HEAD HAD HIT THE ROOF, AND THERE WAS A BUBBLE. IT HAD MADE A DENT IN THE ROOF WHERE HER HEAD HAD HIT IT. AND SO WHILE I WAS TRYING TO HELP THIS LADY, I HEARD ANOTHER CAR COMING UP THE MOUNTAIN. SO YOU KNOW WHAT I DID? I ACTUALLY RAN DOWN THE ROAD AND I, AROUND THE CORNER, PEOPLE COULDN'T SEE WHERE THIS WRECK WAS, AND I STARTED JUMPING OUT IN CARS. AND YOU GOT TO REMEMBER, IT WAS DARK, IT WAS AT NIGHT, THERE WAS FOG, YOU COULD BARELY SEE, THEY COULDN'T SEE VERY FAR IN FRONT. AND SO I WOULD HAVE TO JUMP OUT IN FRONT OF THESE CARS AND THEN AT THE LAST MINUTE JUMP OFF OF THE ROAD TO KEEP FROM GETTING HIT BY THE CARS. AND I GUARANTEE YOU, THERE WERE CARS THAT WERE SLAMMING ON THEIR BRAKES AND SKIDDING TO A STOP. AND I, I DIDN'T, WASN'T ABLE TO HEAR THE PEOPLE, BUT I KNOW THAT THOSE PEOPLE WERE PROBABLY CURSING ME AND SAYING THINGS. BUT WHEN THEY GOT AROUND THE CORNER AND SAW THE WRECK AND REALIZED THAT IF I HADN'T have SLOWED THEM DOWN, THAT THEY WOULD HAVE PILED UP. IT WAS PROBABLY 20 MINUTES OR MORE BEFORE THE POLICE SHOWED UP. AND I MEAN, THERE COULD HAVE BEEN THREE OR FOUR DOZEN CARS THAT I DID THIS TO AND I'M SURE THEY CURSED ME AT THE MOMENT, BUT THEN WHEN THEY GOT AROUND THE CORNER AND SAW WHAT I SAVED THEM FROM, SOME OF THOSE SAME PEOPLE PROBABLY BLESSED ME. THEY NEVER CAME BACK AND TOLD ME THAT, 
BUT I COULD IMAGINE THAT THEY UNDERSTOOD WHAT WAS HAPPENING. AND SEE, THIS IS AN ILLUSTRATION THAT IF YOU SAY THAT YOU LOVE A PERSON, WELL, I JUST WANT TO LOVE THESE PEOPLE AND BE TOLERANT TOWARDS THEM. IF YOU TRULY LOVE A PERSON, YOU'VE GOT TO TELL THEM THE TRUTH. AND TO SIT THERE AND SAY, WELL, I'M JUST GOING TO COEXIST WITH YOU. AND EVEN THOUGH YOU'RE MUSLIM, AND EVEN THOUGH YOU'RE BUDDHIST, AND EVEN THOUGH YOU'RE THIS, I'M JUST GOING TO, YOU KNOW, WE'RE ALL SEEKING THE SAME GOD. THAT'S NOT TRUE. AND IF I TRULY LOVE YOU, I'M GOING TO TELL YOU THE TRUTH THAT KILLING PEOPLE DOES NOT GAIN YOU ACCESS INTO HEAVEN WITH SEVEN DIVERGENCE. THAT'S A LIE. IT'S A DECEPTION. IT'S SENDING PEOPLE TO HELL. And, AND YOU'VE GOT TO BE ABLE TO SPEAK OUT. YOU CANNOT COEXIST WITH SOMETHING LIKE THAT. DID YOU KNOW OVER IN LEVITICUS CHAPTER 19, VERSE 18, IT SAYS, THOU SHALT NOT AVENGE NOR BEAR ANY GRUDGE AGAINST THE CHILDREN OF THY PEOPLE, BUT THOU SHALT LOVE THY NEIGHBOR AS THYSELF. I AM THE LORD. DID YOU KNOW THAT JESUS QUOTED THIS, MATTHEW CHAPTER 19, VERSE 19, HE WAS ASKED, WHAT ARE THE GREAT COMMANDMENTS? AND HE SAID, HONOR YOUR FATHER AND YOUR MOTHER, AND THOU SHALT LOVE THY NEIGHBOR AS THYSELF. THE SECOND IS LIKE UNTO IT, THOU SHALT LOVE THY NEIGHBOR AS THYSELF. SO JESUS QUOTED THIS VERSE RIGHT HERE, LEVITICUS 19, 18, ABOUT LOVING YOUR NEIGHBOR AS YOURSELF. AND PEOPLE HAVE TAKEN THAT AND SAID, WELL, SEE, WE'RE JUST SUPPOSED TO LOVE PEOPLE. I'M NOT GOING TO TELL ANYBODY THAT WHAT THEY'RE DOING IS WRONG. I DON'T WANT TO UPSET ANYBODY. WE'VE JUST GOT TO BE PEACEFUL WITH EVERYBODY. BUT IF YOU TAKE THAT VERSE IN CONTEXT, LEVITICUS 19, 17, THE VERSE RIGHT IN FRONT OF IT SAYS, THOU SHALT NOT HATE THY BROTHER IN THINE HEART, BUT THOU SHALT IN ANY WISE REBUKE THY NEIGHBOR AND NOT SUFFER SIN UPON HIM. SO THE VERSE RIGHT IN FRONT OF LOVE YOUR NEIGHBOR AS YOURSELF SAYS THAT YOU SHALL NOT HATE YOUR BROTHER IN YOUR HEART. YOU SHALL IN ANY WISE REBUKE THY NEIGHBOR AND NOT SUFFER SIN UPON HIM. THAT'S LOVING HIM. IF YOU SAY THAT, WELL, I WOULD NEVER SAY ANYTHING BECAUSE IT MIGHT OFFEND THIS PERSON, IT MIGHT HURT THIS PERSON, AND YOU SAY, THEREFORE, I'M JUST NOT GOING TO SAY ANYTHING TO HIM. I'M JUST GOING TO SHOW HIM LOVE. NO, PAUL SAID IN EPHESIANS CHAPTER 4, VERSE 15, THAT WE HAVE TO SPEAK THE TRUTH IN LOVE. IT'S NOT JUST LOVE THAT SETS PEOPLE FREE. JESUS SAID, YOU SHALL KNOW THE TRUTH, AND THE TRUTH SHALL MAKE YOU FREE. JOHN CHAPTER 8, VERSE 32. AND IT'S ONLY THE TRUTH YOU KNOW THAT SETS YOU FREE. IF WE HOLD OUR PEACE BECAUSE WE'RE AFRAID THAT THIS PERSON MIGHT BE OFFENDED BY WHAT WE'VE GOT TO SAY, YOU CAN SAY WHAT YOU WANT TO, BUT THE TRUTH IS YOU LOVE YOURSELF MORE THAN YOU LOVE THAT PERSON BECAUSE YOU AREN'T GOING TO TELL THEM THE TRUTH BECAUSE YOU DON'T WANT TO SUFFER THE REJECTION. YOU KNOW, I HAD A MAN COME TO ME ONE TIME AND HE WAS ASKING ME A QUESTION, WHAT'S WRONG? WHAT'S HAPPENING IN MY LIFE? WHY ARE THESE THINGS HAPPENING? AND GOD SPOKE A WORD TO ME AND IT WAS A WORD OF REBUKE FOR HIM. AND I KNEW THAT IT WAS CORRECT AND I KNEW IT WAS GOD. BUT I ALSO KNEW THAT THIS MAN PROBABLY WAS GOING TO REJECT WHAT I HAD TO SAY. AND SO AS HE WAS TALKING, I HAD THIS WORD FROM GOD, AND I WAS DEBATING, SHOULD I SAY THIS? SHOULD I TELL HIM? I KNOW IT'S GOING TO MAKE HIM MAD. I KNOW HE'S NOT GOING TO LIKE IT. AND AS I WAS THINKING ABOUT THIS, THE LORD SPOKE TO ME, AND HE SAYS, IF YOU DON'T TELL HIM THE TRUTHS THAT I'VE SPOKEN TO YOU, AND IF YOU DON'T TELL HIM, THEN YOU REJECTED THE TRUTH FOR HIM. He SAYS, THAT'S WRONG. IF THIS MAN WANTS TO REJECT THE TRUTH, HE NEEDS TO HAVE THE HONOR OF DOING IT HIMSELF INSTEAD OF YOU REJECTING IT FOR HIM. AND DID YOU KNOW THAT THAT TOTALLY CHANGED MY LIFE? THERE'S A LOT OF PEOPLE THAT THINK I'M JUST BLUNT TO THE POINT OF BEING BRUTAL SOMETIMES, BUT IT REALLY STEMS BACK TO THAT, THAT THE LORD TOLD ME IT'S THE TRUTH THAT SETS PEOPLE FREE, AND IT'S ONLY THE TRUTH THAT THEY KNOW, 
AND I DO NOT HAVE THE RIGHT. I DON'T HAVE THE PRIVILEGE OF REJECTING THE TRUTH FOR THEM. I'VE GOT TO TELL THEM THE TRUTH. PRAISE GOD. I, I BELIEVE THAT THAT IS HELPING YOU. YOU KNOW, I WAS IN CHURCH AND I HEARD THE PASTOR SAY THAT THERE WAS ONLY FIVE OR SIX PERCENT OF THE AMERICAN PUBLIC THAT HAD A BIBLICAL WORLDVIEW, AND THAT JUST SHOCKED ME WHEN I HEARD IT. AND THEN THE NEXT THING I HEARD WAS THE LORD SAYING, WHAT ARE YOU GOING TO DO ABOUT IT? AND SO IT HAS BEEN YEARS IN THE MAKING PUTTING ALL OF THIS TOGETHER. MY STAFF HAS DONE AN AWESOME JOB ILLUSTRATING THIS. I TELL YOU, THIS WILL NOT ONLY BLESS YOU, BUT IT WILL HELP YOU MINISTER TO OTHER PEOPLE. SO PLEASE LISTEN TO OUR ANNOUNCER AND CALL OR WRITE TODAY TO RECEIVE THIS BRAND NEW PRODUCT. TODAY, ANDREW'S PLEASED TO OFFER HIS HIGHLY ANTICIPATED SERIES, BIBLICAL WORLDVIEW, FOUNDATIONAL TRUTHS. IN THIS SERIES, ANDREW OUTLINES THE IMPORTANCE FOR EVERY CHRISTIAN BELIEVER TO HAVE A BIBLICAL WORLDVIEW. I AM REALLY EXCITED ABOUT THIS BRAND NEW PRODUCT THAT WE HAVE ENTITLED BIBLICAL WORLDVIEW FOUNDATION TRUTHS. THIS HAS BEEN YEARS IN THE MAKING AND IT'S DIFFERENT THAN JUST MY TYPICAL TEACHING IN THE SENSE THAT WE HAVE GRAPHS, CHARTS, QUOTES, ALL KINDS OF VISUALS TO SUPPLEMENT THIS. AND I TELL YOU, MY uh, MEDIA DEPARTMENT JUST DID A GREAT JOB. I THINK THAT THIS IS ONE OF THE MOST IMPORTANT THINGS I'VE EVER TAUGHT. EACH OF THE 12 LESSONS IN THIS SERIES INCLUDE A VIDEO, AUDIO FILE, CHAPTER LESSON, AND PRINTABLE PDF WRAPPED IN A SINGLE BOX SET CONTAINING A WORKBOOK, AUDIO USB, AND A PERSONAL ACCESS CODE TO THE ONLINE VIDEOS. EACH LESSON IS FULL OF SUPPORTING FACTS, QUOTES, CHARTS, AND HISTORIC VISUALS. THROUGH THE ONLINE PLATFORM, YOU'LL HAVE LIFETIME ACCESS TO ALL OF THE VIDEOS AND DIGITAL WORKBOOKS ON YOUR COMPUTER OR SMART DEVICE. BIBLICAL WORLDVIEW FOUNDATIONAL TRUTHS IS AVAILABLE FOR ONLY $120. GO TO AWMI.NET TO ORDER THIS VALUABLE RESOURCE TODAY FOR YOU OR SOMEONE YOU LOVE. OR CALL OUR HELPLINE MONDAY THROUGH FRIDAY FROM 4.30 A.M. TO 9.30 P.M. MOUNTAIN TIME AT 719-635-1111. TO WRITE US, USE THE ADDRESS ON YOUR SCREEN. WE'D LIKE TO POINT OUT ANDREW'S UPCOMING SPEAKING SCHEDULE. MARK YOUR CALENDARS TO COME MEET ANDREW AT ONE OF THESE EVENTS AND LET THE WORD OF GOD TRANSFORM YOUR LIFE. In the month of August, join Andrew in Woodland Park as he hosts our annual Healing is Here conference. In September, Andrew will be in Toronto, Canada, hosting a Gospel Truth seminar. Next, Andrew will be speaking in Granville, Michigan. Also in September, Andrew will be in Woodland Park for the Identity in Christ conference with guest speaker, Pastor Dwayne Sheriff. Lastly, Andrew will be speaking in Woodbridge, Virginia, at the Voice of the Apostles event. And in October, Andrew will be speaking in Colorado Springs. Next, come join Andrew in Woodland Park for our annual Minister's Conference. Then he'll be speaking in Budapest, Hungary for a Grace and Faith Conference. Also in October, Andrew will be hosting the Andrew Womack Ministries European Minister's Conference in Walsall, England. Guest speakers at this event are Paul Milligan, Billy Epperhart, and Bob Yandian. Lastly, Andrew will be hosting a Grace and Faith Conference in Wienendal, Netherlands. 
For more details on Andrew's next meeting in your area, visit our website at awmi.net. Our partners have recently enabled us to start producing my television programs in Spanish. I think this is going to be a big help. It's going to reach a number of people. Spanish is the second most spoken language in the world, and I'm excited about this opportunity. If you haven't yet become a partner and been a part of helping us do this, I encourage you to do so. Praise God, we are going to share the gospel in Spanish around the world. Have you checked out the Inside Story yet? It's a great way for you to get an inside look of what is happening at Andrew Womack Ministries. With over six years of interviews, there's a lot to get excited about. Check out this month's featured story today, only at awmi.net.